today's show, Masterful27 gets excited about his wig. Milo dresses up for a fashion show. And I, I realised that I didn't write a line about myself this week. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so welcome back to Incensed Podcast. This is episode number 85, heading towards that century. Guys, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing very good. well, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Answered exactly the same time. Snap, snap mindset. <laughs> I, I'm keeping my, my wick under control for now. But um, I'm a, I do fancy like dressing up a bit myself, to be fair, though. I'm, I've got an urge to put a costume on. Yeah, what what, what costume am I going to be putting on, Ian? A, a Mark's Pole costume? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to put on a scarf and nothing else. Wow, okay. <laughs> you want me to die of frostbite or something? <laughs> Will it have long tails on it, Ian, just to, just to, just to cover <laughs> modesty? It'll be long enough to cover the modesty. Can I make, can I make a, a scarf mankini, at least, to like make sure I don't get arrested in London? That would be preferable. As long as it's a fashionable, as, as long as it's a fashionable costume. Nice. Well, Ealing is quite fashionable, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. I, I should Coco. What, what about you, Ian? Will you be um? How are you doing, firstly, buddy? And, and what will you be wearing for Fashion Week? <laughs> I'm absolutely great, and for Fashion Week, I will be wearing my usual clothes. Approved. <laughs> Don't do the scarf, Ian. <laughs> you do not want to see that. <laughs> With the current weather and a scarf, it will be very much like this. I'll take the tiny wiener. <laughs> Anyway, let's address the elephant in the room, guys. So the ginger elephant. I'm here. Milo's here. Masterful Twenty Seven's here. We're missing a, somebody that's a little bit ginger, aren't we? <laughs> oh, we are. We can put him in the show. We can put him in the show because this is what's happening. <laughs> well, it, it is. But Milo, here. would you like to elaborate on that? No, it's your show, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so listeners. Casual Coops is currently in Canada at a wedding that he's been invited to. So at this point in time, he is probably very drunk. But at some point before the wedding, he will have been to visit his boyfriend in Ottawa. (gasps) We know what he will have got up to given half the chance. Noise. (laughs) So Coops, hope you enjoyed the wedding. Hope you enjoyed your trip to Canada. We'll see you next week. Moving on. Moving on. I think it's time to move into the body of the show. So after 85 weeks, you guys know what time it is. It's time to pop that incense. Pop your incense as champions. Let's go. And don't forget, you can let us know if you get anything of substance, anything that you love, you know, something good, something rare, something, you know, even even if it's something crap, you want to shout out about it, let us know using the hashtag <laughs> shiners of the week. Clarify the spelling for me. That's S-H-I-N-I-E-S-O-F-T-H-E-W-E-E-K. And you can reach us on any or all of our socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or by good old-fashioned email at incensedpodcast at yahoo.com. So, I think it's time to get to know each other. And now, children, it's time for Getting to Know You with the Incensed Podcast. So this week's Getting to Know You, we're going to do something that we've not done for a while, and you know, I like to mix this up rather than just ask one question and get answers. We're going to ask many questions and get many answers, so... (laughs) Yesterday, oh God. we tweeted out from the Incense Twitter and said, Listeners, we need your help. We want your questions for this week's recording. Ask us anything. 
literally that's just unfortunate anything and you know what guys people did ask us anything are you ready for this i saw some of them yes let's just see where this goes shall we okay <laughs> and i've seen none of them ian so um this is all blind oh, to you me. are in for a treat okay. <laughs> so there were a lot of questions we're not going to get through all of them i'll tell you that now in no particular order we'll start with kerry young Gold Patreon member in the gallery. Nice. Hey, Carrie, how are you? So she asked, if you could go anywhere in the world, no money necessary to play Pokemon Go, where would you go? But there is a caveat, just not Japan, as I think everyone would want to go there. And we've said that in the past, haven't we? Yes, we have. <laughs> I think we've all we come have. to a consensus previously, like we go to Japan. Actually, no, you all went to Japan. I said New York. Oh, yes, that's true. Ian was being different. Um <laughs> Good question. Hoops, I'll, I'll choose you. <laughs> it's question. tough when you can't repeat the answer or or take out an answer that you can't specifically say. I would have to do a little bit of campfire research to make sure that there is Pokemon Go at this location, but I would love to go to South America to look at like the old um, Aztec. Mayan pyramids? Yeah. Yes, that's it. I would love to that go w- there. That would be amazing, that would actually. Be that would be pretty incredible yeah. to go yeah. there. I don't know if they're in Peru or... Um, one of the neighbouring countries. I can't. Oh, there are loads of them. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But one, like one of those locations, because you see them, they look so visually amazing. It would be sensational to try and like play Pokemon Go there, even if it's super casual. Because obviously, you might be at the top of a mountain in an ancient city. So that's my pick. What about you, gentlemen? Uh, I'm drinking. Ah! <laughs> I just made an excellent Kerbal Fro on a katana. Sorry, I was quite pleased with myself. Sorry, boys. <laughs> Um, I would like to. And... Sorry, it's the short one. It's the short one. You're all right. Okay. <laughs> um, I would like to go down to downtown New York and play Pokemon Go. I think that's um, my answer for meeting... last time. Well done. Yeah, I th- I'd like to meet Omni. Omnisec, great guy. Love him. Oh, Love his yes, stuff. The, yes. co- the, the communities in New York look amazing. Mrs. Mime, Nick's done it as well. Downtown Manhattan. Is it Manhattan they play as well? Manhattan. New York yeah, Central. New York Central. I'd definitely love to see it. Um, it feels good. It looks good. And I think because the Pogo community is pretty big and just full on. And I've never been there before either, so I could turn it into like a, a trip as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, travel vibes. New York for me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So ditching the brewer experience then. <laughs> I might need I might need to ease it up a little bit, maybe. Maybe just go to a larger village or a smaller town first <laughs> before I do yeah. Try Swindon first. <laughs> Try Swindon first, yeah. Wow. Really That'd pushing be an the boat. <laughs> come on then, Vasifal, what about you? I am really struggling to come up with somewhere other than New York where I've said before. Or Japan. I mean, the world's a big place, isn't it? The world is a really big place. I'd like to go somewhere where I'm not likely to get mugged. So let, let's take some right, places. Take South London out. Yeah, so we'll take <laughs> London out. I would like to go to somewhere in the Scandinavian region, maybe like Norway or Iceland, and just play somewhere mm. that's visually beautiful. Not necessarily for the game, but just for the actual vistas that you see. I think Yo, that would you, probably. If you could go to some place and play with the Northern Lights going. Exactly. Can you imagine that? The Aurora Borealis in the background. It'd be absolutely amazing. I mean, there's not going to be many Pokestops up there, let's face it, but there's got to be some really good places around that yeah. area of sort of Northern Europe. That would be, in the, in the right season, that would be sensational. That would be. Wow. Just it don't would be. go I played, like, um, 
the winter oh, Mark, you actually no played up the glacier didn't you mark i did it i did it up a fjord in the glacier when we were doing norway when we did our cruise on norway that was amazing that's when i got my um blue shellos which was exciting Sweet. i did that went out there didn't go to, to, to london to get it i went actually into the <laughs> into one of the <laughs> didn't trek over the to... greenwich mean line <laughs> but Ian, i was just gonna say um but like mm, the city yeah. when i played it in stockholm it was amazing and, and playing pokemon go copenhagen's lit copenhagen's really good probably a close second for me would have been cairo because Ooh. I'm guessing there's some pretty good places there. There's definitely got to be Pokestops and stuff at the pyramids, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so we've got three places to visit. Let's uh, sort out a little uh, tour next year. Maybe not next year. <laughs> Maybe the year after. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so nice, easy question for you next. This one comes from Lauren. Main and dessert or starter and main? Or all three? Obviously, I'm thinking we're talking about food here, guys. I was going to say. Was... It, you looked a bit confused, Milo. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't involved, is it? <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't clarify. Uh, doesn't clarify the question. For me, it's main dessert. I can ditch a starter, but I've got to end the meal with something sweet. You're sweet, Milo. <laughs> oh, we don't have an ah oh sound effect. I do have... <gasps> Surprise. <laughs> Marky? The the fallback option was all three courses, wasn't it? As that well, was an option, yeah. Case, that but... was an option, yeah, if you're a greedy bugger. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, when I eat out and I sit down at a restaurant, which is probably the only time you'd look at the, the courses like that, yeah, I, I yeah. am a greedy bugger and I would have all three of them. But if, if I'm going to... Sort of, if, if my favourite two would be main, then pudding, definitely. I like I like to finish with something sweet. I like a coffee after mm, my, my pudding yes. as well. Uh, maybe make that the third course, a nice hot coffee afterwards. I was going to say, y- your third course after dessert could be you go from a cup of coffee to a blowy. <laughs> Depends on how the night goes. <laughs> You were. You were indeed. And for me, my appetite isn't huge at the best of times, so it would have to be main course and dessert because there's always room for a nice piece of cheesecake or something, isn't it? Let's face it. Mm. Yes. Cheesy cake. Oh, cheesecake. Nice piece of New York cheesecake. Love it. (laughs) This next one's got to be ass, and I've got to thank Mike Newcombs for this question. If the four of you could record an episode of The Inbetweeners, who would play who? There's four of us, and there's four characters. Well, Coops is Jay, isn't he? Yes, I agree. (laughs) 100 bloody percent. (laughs) Would you take the role of Will being posh? I guess guess I'd have to. I guess I'd have to, wouldn't I? I can dial it up. Certainly I can is... really bring in the British kind of applicant, like middle class or whatever. That leaves Mark and myself for Neil and uh, Simon. 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 <laughs> Simon being the sort of more normal person. and Who's going to be the blithering idiot? <laughs> I'll, 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 do you know what? Um, I'm not going to say who I had this conversation with because I don't want anyone to try and guess it. That's like, just unfortunate. Being observant is not my strongest suit. Um, I'm pretty good at... <laughs> Um, maths. I'm, I'm pretty good at um, being creative to a, some sort of degree, but observation isn't my strongest suit. <laughs> so I'm going to work on the fact that I'm lanky. I'm taller than the three of you. I will take Neil based okay. on a bit of that. And actually, he comes up with some hilarious stuff, oh, and I'm not Neil. saying... Oh, Neil's brilliant. Neil is brilliant. <laughs> Neil's brilliant. I dance like Neil, probably, but worse. <laughs> Well, I do have a couple of Simon's traits, you know. I'm not the I'm not the good looking one, but I certainly uh, am just as bad as he is with the ladies. So and perhaps the more level headed of all of us. Maybe, maybe <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe so. 
Yeah, that, um, that that's quite an easy one to figure out then, actually. I feel like we should clarify the Inbetweeners was like it's a sitcom that was on British TV like many moons ago, but a long time ago. It ran for three seasons. Yeah, about and four. It was very hilarious. Very very different, but very sort of I don't know what like out a kind of outcast. Is it high school? in America yeah they're in high, high school, school yeah, kind of in America high school, yeah. and like yeah. some of the shenanigans yeah. that goes down with like pre-legal limit drinking and yeah they're, they're kind of between t- sort of like kids and adults that's why they're called the in-between yeah. so the kind of uh, in higher education before they, they go off to college uh, MTV did a really bad oh, no, US there was version a US version wasn't it it was rubbish yeah approved <laughs> And that, um, and we've mentioned it before, but for anyone who's listened to some of the previous episodes and not heard us clarify why we do it, when we do the beep, 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 yeah. beep, 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 oh, friend. <laughs> those are both in between us references. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next question comes from GoHub's very own Kitty. And she asks, I think we may have had this question before, but we'll, we'll ask it again. If you were in a Shaun of the Dead style zombie apocalypse, who's getting bitten and who survives? Wasn't it who's going to die first? Yeah, I think it was, wasn't yeah. it? That was it. Yeah. And I genuinely can't remember what we decided. Coops was leading down the way that I was the one who would die first. And I was kind of said, listen... I live rurally. Oh, um, yes. I, I have got like no main roads in and out. I, I, if anyone's going to get away from it and hide and be able to low low key, it'd be me. <laughs> generally, it? by nature, oh, I where yes, I, am. I remember he said like, "Oh, what if the zombies come to your village?" It's like, well, I'll just get out of the village then. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be able to fill the cart with petrol. So what what fuel you've got is what you've you got. Can siphon it with a hose pipe it. and all of yeah. that. I'm sure you've yeah. got marks yeah. at a hose pipe. Um, I think the <laughs> yeah, I think it was anyway. So I think it was either. It was either Coops or I were going to die first because we're in the city. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you're in a basement I'm flat. I'm in a basement yes. flat, but I actually have a car so I could try and escape, whereas Coops would have to try and somehow... He doesn't have a car, so he's a bit stuck. And even if he did, I don't think he can drive, can he? Mm. Coops would get lost in his head a bit, wouldn't he? He'd be a bit like, Coopsie, oh, like, oh, oh right. <laughs> I think that that's... I, I, agree. I think that Coops would get bitten first. Okay, so Coops would get bitten first... Mm. And does that mean the does that mean the other three of us would survive? It didn't say you've that... only got one way in and out of your flat, haven't you? So if they're actually outside your front door, yeah, you kind I've of got, I've got a garden I can parkour out of. Oh, okay, yeah, and break my legs. The <laughs> quality. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just say the three of us survive? Yeah, and Coops dies. Yeah, okay, <laughs> great. <move> okay. <laughs> Shannon has asked dog. us, and this one is harsh. She asked, "Fuck, marry, and kill." Only one answer, with the other three being the subjects. I thought you were wondering where you were going with that. Uh, um, <laughs> Fucking hell. Bef- right. before, um. before, before we enter any answers, Maston said, I asked this last time and it was professionally dodged, and I believe he did. Well, I'll start then. So I'll, I'll fuck Milo, because he looks like someone I'd use like, one night with. I'd, um, there was zero I'd, um, hesitation. Marry Ian, because... Yeah, I'd marry Ian because genuinely me and Ian would just toler- we'd get on with each and tolerate each other and not have any fucking crazy. We just watch scrubs all the time. <laughs> we just watch scrubs all the time. And I'd kill Coops because he's got a knife on him anyway, being from Croydon. He's probably thinking that anyway, so I'll just deal with any risk I <laughs> dealt with. Oh, we never mention Croydon again. Oh dear. <laughs> Coopsie, Coopsie. The Croydon necktie. <laughs> Oh yeah, dear. Yeah, Okay, I'm going to mirror that. I'm going to mirror that, Marky Boy. So that, I'll, I'll fuck Marky Boy. Um, uh, I'll marry Ian because we can just sit and watch the Grand Tour. Yes. Equality. <laughs> so we've got shared shows between us. And I'm afraid the casual is getting annihilated. Oh. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. And 
I will mirror that. I'll fuck Mark, marry you, and kill Coops. <laughs> Sorry, Coops. You should have been here, man. He's going to come back like, you're all picking on me. You all hate me. He'd go, he'd go I'll, I'll marry Daxi. I'll, um, I'll fuck Daxi. And I'll kill all of you, you bastards. <laughs> I'll fuck Daxi, I'll marry Daxi, and I'll kill all the rest of you. fucking game. Okay, so I think we've got time for just a couple more. Sue, our very own Hermes Ninja, asks, I would love to know three interesting facts about you that the others don't know. I think three of each of us might be a bit much, but we could do one or two that the others don't know. And I will start on this one, because I've got a quirky fact that none of you actually know. Uh, When I was younger... Okay, let me set the scene. Go and turn into Coops. Both of my parents were professional ballroom dancers. When I was Mad. younger, wow. I actually did four years worth of ballroom dancing. So I actually can... I, I can't do modern dancing, but I actually can do ballroom dancing, or I could when Wee. I was a kid. That's something that the rest of you don't know. He's good on his feet. Nice. There we go. Wow. Can it, can't really top that. It's not a competition, my No, love. no. It's just like something that's remotely interesting. <laughs> I love that. It, well, it's always is between us. <laughs> <laughs> sort it is, of. isn't it? Sort of is. So when I was younger, we used to go to the south of France on holiday. We, we used to hang around with some of the French kids out there, and we we had these bikes. And these just cycle bikes, even though they had like mopeds and things like that. One night, one evening, we were just we were going on the bikes around the village, and there was like almost like a circuit you could go. Where it went down into like a lavoir. A la- is it a lavoir? Well, they used to call it a place in the old days. Used to wash their clothes in, but it was like a, a water, an area with like a water, okay. yeah. like a pool of water down there. So. And, and, and But it was downhill leading to it. And anyway, I went down and I was deliberately leaving it longer and longer and longer before I applied the brakes to see how quick I could get. Test the limit. Test the limit. And then I, I pushed my luck too much on the final time. And basically, as I got almost fully to the bottom with no stopping, I slammed my brakes on the bike. And you know that scene from Terminator 2 where he literally's on the motorcycle, you see it sliding across the road, just goes yeah. across on the floor. side, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me on this bike. Oh, <laughs> and I went <laughs> across the gravel and I basically stopped just by the water on this oh. thing. And literally, I've still got scars on my arm. Oh my God, so um, it must have been here. severe. Yeah, I, I went to hospital that oh night. Oh my gosh, jeez. I was literally just blood everywhere. And my parents still don't know that, that this was a lie. And if they ever listen to the podcast, which I doubt, hopefully they will never hear it, I said to them, oh, you won't believe what happened. I was riding the bike and I didn't realise the bike's in France. The front brake and the rear brake are on different levers. And I pushed the one. Oh. It the back brake going. It was the front one that sent me over the handlebar. No way. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't make out that I was doing, like, um, speed trying to fucking as quick as I could. Guys, I was in so much fun. I was in the hospital. I had to have stitches. It was it, everything when so I was in there. You did a skin graft or something. Wow. Yeah, that's probably why I'm a little bit um, not very observant. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's date it back to, the, to things like that. Wow. Yeah, that's why I don't like pedal bikes, boys. I don't blame so, you. Uh, I don't blame you. I don't you. like pedal cars. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Anything pedaled. <laughs> it's a Victorian invention. Anything pedaled. <laughs> so to round off this question i I don't think i've talked to you guys about this but when i was younger i was part of a car club from the age of 12 where you learned to drive on you have talked race to us about tracks. this have i yeah yes okay. you have well this dive this goes off a bit further <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here we go. this is this is context this is you know like like the casual likes to do 
learned to drive from the age of 12 on racetracks and airfields and stuff and over the course of what the five or six years I did it and this was every Sunday while I was still at school and it meant that I got to drive I think I, I collected and counted all the different vehicles I drove I drove north of I think 370 different vehicles in that rate in that time period ranging from what you guys deal with articulated trucks and lorries including an old American one with a manual gearbox that was good fun I learned in the manual gearbox there the manual Hardcore. gearbox truck which was mad all the way down to things like Ferrari 458 a racing Lotus 211 was quite a good fun one as well with no windscreen and also learning to drive a car on two wheels as part of a stunt driving thing Ooh, so I can actually I can wow. actually do stunt driving there you go. and do power Jeez. slides so in October we expect to see you skiing that car down Grange Road yeah. as soon as there's snow on the ground calm day flicking the flicking the tail out although given the state no, of we're how talking about the car the Milo snow, keep, keep it in your pants we're talking about the car not on, it's not on the back <laughs> of me <laughs> Goodness sake. Okay, so we've got one last question that we're going to ask today before we maybe go into a part two, maybe another week. I'm asking it, but I really shouldn't. If you arrived home and found Jeremy Clarkson in bed with your partner, which side of the bed would you get in on? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Firstly, I don't think Jeremy Clarkson would be in bed with our partners. (laughs) Well, we don't have partners. No, we don't, actually. If Jeremy Clarkson was... Can I modify it, then? You came home, Jeremy Clarkson was in your bed. Would you get in it with him? (laughs) Well, fortunately, I have a sofa bed behind me. I don't think I would say, do you mind me being the big spoon, mate? Uh, Because I'm not going to create the scenario... That was in what episode nineteen or something, where yeah. apparent where it divulged into me giving him a blow behind the bins. Oh, so we're, yeah, we're not going down was. that route. Do you want to read out the handle of who asked this question? Yes, but should I really promote somebody who would ask us such a, a question about our? Well, if we're idol? putting it in the show, I think everybody should be aware of who asked such a weird one. Maston. So Clayton <laughs> Trezise asked that question thank you so much for your very clayton uh highbrow question (laughs) (laughs) if i had a partner and they were in bed with jeremy clarkson i'd be more concerned about that than which is exactly what i was thinking (laughs) if i found jeremy clarkson in my bed for whatever reason it would be (laughs) an interesting surprise be like right what's going on and then i'd make the sofa bed up that's what I do. <laughs> Be a bit of a giveaway, though, wouldn't it, when you saw his car parked outside your house? Well, exactly. And, and he's sort of taken the liberty to break into my flat to have a nice nap, have <laughs> a sleep. Can I just put this context? I don't think Jeremy Clarkson would do that to us, actually. I don't think he would. He's not from Croydon. He wouldn't need to. <laughs> what would I do in that situation? I, I'm not particularly fond of Jeremy Clarkson, so I'd probably... Um, I think there'd be immediate anger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mark would be like, why are you not in Ealing or Grantham? <laughs> yeah. I would be. I'd say, you're in the wrong county, you fucker. Go back why to Channelington. Yeah, why are you ruining my life? You could be making one of their lives really exciting. <laughs> Wake him up and ask for like a commentary as we watch the, the new Grand Tour or something. Oh, Scandy Flick, guys, if you've not seen it. Catch it on Amazon Prime. It's amazing. Oh, yes. Well, we can say that because Coops isn't here, so he's not going to get really bent out of shape that we're talking about the Grand Tour. Nice. Moving on. Thank you, everyone, for sending your questions in. I really do appreciate that. I'm sure we all do. That was actually quite fun. 
and a little bit different. Good. We don't do that very often. It is good fun when we actually put that section in. So something that we do do quite often is play Community Day. Let's talk about Rog and Roller. That, that passed last weekend. How did we all do? What did we all do? Mark was in a field somewhere, I believe. <laughs> I was I was very rural. Surrounded by... <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, the, I the day was. you get a cow to catch a com day, shiny, okay? Just just run its nose over the phone in a curveball motion. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Come here, cow. <laughs> run your nose on my screen. Get a farmer going, Imagine uh, that. what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Do it, you bastard. What are you doing, what are you doing on my land? <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. I'm going to get a cow filmed in one of my next uh, rural editions. I don't feel like I, I am missing that in them, aren't I? We, se- we certainly did see cows when we came to your place last year. And they're still there. <laughs> You boys had some fun, didn't you? You play, you played a game, didn't you? We played a savage game. It was a very amusing game, very fun game. Should we jump into a bit of that? Yeah, Go let's jump then. into that because the game that we played was a well. Francesco suggested it basically because obviously rock and roll is like a rock, so we played rock paper scissors. We transferred a lot of shiny rock and roller. Yeah, it basically turned into if you lost the match. You uh, had to transfer the shiny you just got, and sometimes we had a direct head-to-head, which was very—it was entertaining to watch. There was quite a few head-to-heads actually, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you've got to play on a calm day. That's the thing. But we were in—we went up to Nottingham, which was actually very good fun. We had a a good squad of people join us. There were actually, apart from the us, a few people who've joined us in Ealing. So Michelle joined with her son Josh. We had oh, a nice. chat, chat from Instagram. I've, is it Foki Doki? Foki Doki joined us. Yeah, joined us from Instagram, which is great. And then a couple of people who literally just turned up because they were going to uni, which obviously just started fresh. As well. <laughs> so they they tagged along for a, a bit of the day, and it, it was a fun day. We took Milo to a few of the sites in Nottingham. Yeah, I saw that. You went to the oldest pub, didn't you? The inn went to the uh, yep, the oldest inn in England, which Milo found quite hilarious. And yeah, we appropriately played rock paper scissors outside of. <laughs> <laughs> and it was an all-around fun day. I mean, the weather was good. In fact, it started off quite overcast and cool, but it got very hot. Yeah, the sun actually arrived. The sun arrived big time. This is the key thing with any comm day. I think if you make the day, if you make a sort of event of it yourself, then you're guaranteed to have a good time. If you sort of don't necessarily put much of effort in or whatever, if you don't try and do something extra, it might be a little bit dull, particularly if you're sort Especially of like rock like and rock roller. And roller. Yeah. Well, yeah. like you and I had the shiny family done, so we literally just didn't really care mm. about the actual mon itself. I didn't even evolve any. <laughs> I, 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 I did. I did when I got home, but I didn't during the the play yeah. hours. I think I evolved mine at about quarter to ten, so I did get the meteor beam. I think it was meteor beam. Yeah, but yeah, I literally forgot until like just before the event had finished. But that was our sort of weekend, Marky boy. A little bit about your rural extravaganza. Mine was extremely. <laughs> mine, mine wasn't anything different to how I normally play it. It's lovely when you get a ticket bought for you for these events. And you know what? Let's just take a minute. Anyone that bought us tickets and. Uh, I just want to say thank you for my tickets. Thank you very much. Yep. Thank you for mine. Thank you for mine, B. Jerry. Very lovely of you. Herman's Ninja, thank you for mine. <laughs> if, if we name Jerry him, got mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I do, I do, I never take it for granted. I think it's a lovely touch. And do you know what? I think that aspect of it motivates me more to do something on the day for it. You know, Rock and Roller was never going to be more than a, than a normal con day for me. I didn't play it for the full three hours. Probably played it for probably about half of it. Pleasantly surprised. Um, I, I, I did all right on my shyness. Didn't delete any. Didn't play any games. Just just kept what I got. And I was happy. You now I got a shiny on 
one on the research decent nice. one as well uh, i've got a sh- i've got a shine on a photo bomb which has never happened before so oh, that was nice. nice to have that as well nice. <laughs> <laughs> i did evolve one <laughs> so but that was the only one um nice <laughs> fucking hell, i was loads of nices in it. All three. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a nice calm day and, and i didn't need any of the shiners but it didn't mean that i didn't want to play it and i hit level 49 on that calm yes day, so. the other thing nice and you know what i saw that you're already over 10 percent towards level 50 i am me and um keith i'll, I'll mention that we're having a battle to level 50 keith Ooh, that we've the evasion met. i think it is evasion, isn't it? Yep. yeah he hit level 49 before me but i was accumulating xp whilst still sat at 48 I think as we record this, there's less than 50,000 XP between the two of us. Mm. And um, he's completed four or four on his tasks. I've got no rush to do mine because I'll get them done well in, well in before the XP. Uh, we get near the end of the XP. We're both quite casual players, so it's going to be quite a, a long journey to get there. But we're, we're going to sort of check in at the end of the year and see where we are. Referring back to our Christmas episode from last year, you and I both set ourselves targets of level 50 by Christmas 22. So do you mm. think you'll do it in the next three months? I don't see why... It's not because if you go ham on Litwit Community Day, you could actually get some proper XP. It's my favourite bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I am motivated. Do you know what though, Ian? And that's a really good point. And one thing I enjoyed was because I didn't jump straight to level forty-nine as soon as I did it because I could have just gone ham on the raids. You know, I was a part of me was going. Do you know what? I could just do the raids. I hit level forty-nine and start as it. It's, it's motivated me hitting it and now having 4 million XP in the bank now. There's something about it, right. you look in that little line and if it's like empty, you think, oh God, but if you've got like a bit of that full and you actually see part of that red. And, and there's going to be a lot of XP thrown around still. And, and, I, and I'm, again, I don't want to give my tactics away to Keith, so um, I'm not gonna, I'll tell you boys off camera what I'm yes, going to do. You know, keep like, it on the down but, like. yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That is the challenge. But yeah, Ian, um, I'm, part of me would like to try and do it this year, like we said. Uh, that'd be an amazing achievement. Bring it on. 26 million in three months is tough, but not impossible. It's definitely Especially doable. if you're raiding Yveltar like a mental man with loads of eggs on. It's the excellent throws, isn't it? It's the excellent throws that'll do it for you. Stack those excellent throws, dude. Especially on something like a community day with XP, because you're looking at 1,100. You're looking at potentially with it's an my egg. It's like, bonus. <laughs> up to 6,600 per excellent. And then if it goes four times like it sometimes does, you could be getting nearly 10 grand per throw. I think we should bring this up in the section. That yeah, we're, well, let's, let's save that one and put a pin in yeah. that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Con Day was obviously a good laugh. And on the back of that, there was obviously an event going on, wasn't there, boys? If you can call it an event. Okay, Ian's down in the dumps about it. <laughs> so, obviously, on last week's show, we were all sort of a bit like sitting on the fence, like, we need to see what this event is actually like in person before we judge like what the spawns are like, because you don't know if they're going to spam the most irrelevant spawn every single point. We've now played it. Test your metal. What did you manage to get? And what were your thoughts on that previous event? And Ian, since you're being a miserable sod, you can go first. (laughs) I genuinely think that it was an okay event. Didn't really get anything of any particular value, if I'm honest. I'm just, like, scrolling back and... It's my favourite bonus. Other than one shiny (laughs) arrow... Which, let's face it, I didn't need. Oh, you got a shiny Aaron. I got a shiny Aaron. I mean, they were like a plague. <laughs> that That is literally all I got. The legendary was okay. I mean, we've obviously talked about that last week with Ultra the Katana beast. and the Celesteela. Yep. 
Still a legendary, is still a tier five raid. Tier five boss, okay, you can claim that one. <laughs> the mega, I think Mark said this last week, is pretty diabolical. In fact, I struggled to find anyone to actually raid it with me. I raided one and it was done. I just felt it was very much a five out of ten event. It was all right. It was middle of the road. It was nothing special. A lot of Beldum about. Love that. A lot of Drawer about. Kind of enjoyed that. But there was nothing really that kind of made me get sort of excited. That's just unfortunate. Milos? Oh, I'll be a bit more upbeat about it. I actually quite enjoyed the event. I will concur. The Mega is kind of a bit dead. I know it's like... Brand new Mega, obviously new Shiny. It's a, it's now a Tier 3 evolution that can be Shiny if you find it in the wild, which is cool. But as we said on last week's show, Mega Agron isn't really much to shout about in the meta. However, if you were not in possession of an Agron or a decent Agron, Aron was freaking everywhere. Everywhere for the entire week. And it was. On top of that, it got a freaking Spotlight Hour. So anybody who played, <laughs> yeah. even for a small percentage of time of this event would definitely come away with enough candy for Aaron to evolve it and probably max it somewhat but I personally think the spawns were pretty sick the new Pokemon which in Japanese is Toja Demaro Toja Demaro <laughs> can't get over that Toja Demaro um, <laughs> but my personal favourites was the fact that Ferrisseed and Beldum were both really common they were everywhere in the world spawns and the Beldum tasks from stops were common as well I would have liked to have gone a bit harder on the grind and stocked up on some XLs but I got a PvP Ferrisseed which was my one thing to get out of this event so pleased with that and bagged a few shinies here and there I can't remember like Magnemite Bronze like the rubbish ones Bronze or Pineco, that was it. All a bit, all a bit dead. Ian was present when I got the Honda Katana at, at the old trip, trip to Jerusalem, which I think is quite a sick place to get a Hondo Ultra. Or beast. should I say Jerusalem? Jerusalem, as I because <laughs> I ran out of characters. I like that. <laughs> Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Oh, and I got a shiny Glarian Stunfist. Like, so I personally enjoyed the event. I give it a solid 7 out of 10. And yeah, before Mark comes in, I think that if you get an event where you are getting shinies and you're getting good stuff, you will enjoy it more than me getting a shiny Aaron for a yeah, week's worth of play. I, I wouldn't really... Like, the shinies I got, not massively consequential, really. It's Pinaco, Bronzor, and... See, the Galarian Stunfisk, I probably only saw maybe 10 of them all week. I didn't see well, many at were all. as rare as Primplup. Don't forget, if you're lucky, you saw a Primplup or two. I think I saw more Primplup than Galarian yeah. Stunfisk. Well, there's a reason why. <laughs> it's because <laughs> one's good and one's bloody awful. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> all right. Marky Boy, round off this trio trilogy. So I started thinking the event was going to be like a five on paper. When I, when I got myself a rank 96 for Great League Primplop in the wild, I wow. kind of thought, oh, you know what? This this could be tasty. I'm, I'm joking, by the way. <gasps> I, I just checked the one I kept and appraised it when I was chatting to you just, but I needed Shiny Ferrocede. I think when we had comments on it, I think Lucy, shout out to Lucy, she was looking for a second one. Um, I was looking for my first one. Ferrisseed spawns were immense. I thought it was going to be a rare spawn. Same. And it eluded me again. So I felt I had a great chance in the bits I did play. Now, Ian, you're absolutely right. An event where you get some shinies always makes sweetens it, it a little bit, doesn't and it? Yeah, it, yeah. Sweetens it. Well, I played this very casually and I got five shinies from the event. So Nice. And that's strange because I didn't play it casually. I played it literally every time or every evening when I was walking to and from work. Bugger all, except for, like, say, one Aaron, which really triggered me yeah well i don't blame you because i got a shiny just before com day started when the test your metal event was on so i got a shiny magnemite and then literally two minutes after com day finished i got a shiny glarian stunfisk which, which was amazing so i got two shinies on com day 
Um, and then I went on a little streak on the bank holiday Monday. Um, I got a shiny pine co. I think Monday was certainly a day where I wasn't out there grinding any of it because we were all sat and watching the TV. Yes. It was it was a, a quite an emotional day. Monday was. I then got a shiny magnemite. Oh, I sound like Craig David. I got a shiny pine co on a Monday. Another one. Got magnemite on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a shiny Aaron on Spotlight Hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you actually got the spotlight hour shiny. Aaron is my spiritual shiny, and um, do you want mine? You know, I <laughs> basically I've got fourteen shiny Aaron's all. Oh my Bloody god! Hell. <laughs> this is a flex up game, Milo. Like, play the jingle. Really? <laughs> Should we go for all of them? It's my game. It's it's my game. Now, the one thing I actually wanted from this event was the shiny nose pass. Yeah, I was chasing one. And I must one. have checked. So oh, many that's, that's and didn't get thing. one. And still don't have one. The ones that you want, you never seem to get. Nose Pass and Ferrocene, I wanted the shinies of and True. couldn't get them. Checked so many of them. But hang on. All right, I need to play a certain jingle because this will be brief. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologise if you don't give a toss about this section, but... <laughs> Mark, look at this. I got a rank two todger. <laughs> Oh, I just that's a lovely to Todger. That. There's nothing rank about your Todger, my no, the, t- the Todger is the second best you can get. It's rank if he doesn't wash it. Uh. <laughs> Home Slice has made it work. I did see so it. Sort of like, it's possible. Milo, okay, I can, so, make, uh, I can make that work. I mean, I can't make it work, but Home Slice Henry did. Anyway, we're exiting the PvP dungeon right now. I'll lock the door behind you. I don't have a we lock, don't have sound, a lock effect. sound effect. That's last it's locked. <laughs> but I don't even know how to segue this one. So we've been talking about the Test Your Medal event. We've been talking about last week's Community Day. I think it's time we went into the news to talk about next month's Community Day. It is, it is, it is, it is. It's the news. Oh, I like Nick. <laughs> I like... <laughs> I was waiting for you, Milo. I wasn't going to respond. <laughs> Saturday, October the 15th. Shame it's two till five, but hey, it was announced relatively early. We didn't have long to wait. It was in the stars on this new season in Pokemon Go. And the rumours, the hype, the noise, everything we heard about it was confirmed that we have got Litwick as October's Community Day. Not before time. I mean, this is the one we wanted last year. Can I just give, like, honestly, yes, well fucking played. Well done, Niantic. This is this is what we this is what we needed twelve months ago. Give the people what they want. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about it off the back of that. But it's an amazing, it's an amazing community day. We've had this happen before where we thought it was going to happen. And then they disappointed us. But this one, it was almost mapped out for us to see. And I think like we, we sort of said, we've seen a few articles suggesting it was going to happen. But the fact they just didn't beat around the bush, got it out there um, earlier this week, it gives us something to plan towards now, doesn't it? Some seriously good advance notice. And let, let's just go on record now. Let, let, let's not mosey on. Like, let's not pussyfoot around this. I think it's safe to say the four of us will actually make an effort to all be in Ealing for this one. Yes. Because we've got a few visitors as well that are transatlantic visitors. I've already announced it. It will be the four it's of us. It's been announced on Twitter, yes. Okay, yeah. I think we'll plug it as well. Long-time standing supporter of this podcast and also genuinely wonderful person, Sue, a.k.a. Hermes Ninja, is also going to be in Ealing with us playing Litwick Community Day. So if anybody is around... Seriously, come and play in Ealing at Walpole Park with us. 
it'll be a sensational day. If you can get there, be there, because it will be an amazing day, genuinely. It's just amazing, isn't it? You know, it's going to be great getting us all together, and it will be everyone together for this one. I think even Coops will make the effort on this one, genuinely. I think he will, yeah. He's, he's, he suggested he will do. I think I think Coopsie, this is the hype Coopsie. one. <laughs> This is definitely hype, and it's a new shine. It's amazing. It's got a great place in PvP. You know, they'll be chasing that. There's a great bonus for the event as well, which which always makes it uh, appetizing, certainly for for me. I think the fact we're gonna have great friends, everyone together. Crew are brilliant in Ealing. We say this all the time, but we find I think that every time we're there, it builds even more and more. And I think we're just we're building something really special there when we do these events. We just can't wait, can we? <laughs> it's going to be amazing. This is one that will. Fifteenth like... of October can't come quick enough. I'm not. I know we're not wishing our lives away because let's face it, it's a little. It's a little way off, but we already had the com day dates, obviously, like way, way back before September mm. even began. But the fact that they've announced what the Pokemon is and all the details, which obviously Mark is going to divulge. I think mm-hmm. his quality, particularly off the back of some really, really like late announcements they've done recently. So th- this is the way to put forward some information. The only thing I will say before we get into it, and as, as Mark said quite rightly, it's between 2 and 5 p.m. It will be dark in the UK. This is the thing where I think an 11 till 2 community day would have been better because it will be dark by the time this community day finishes in, in the sort of this part of the world. Yeah, I saw like the disparity between hemispheres is always going to be a bit of a problem on com days, but doing 11 till 2 locally, local time means that everybody's going to be playing in the daylight, which is obviously a the better option and be the safer thing to do. Um, but we'll rock and roll with two to five. We are going to get some epic event bonuses for this one. It is three times XP for catching Pokemon. It's my which favorite, is my favorite bonus. bonus. I had to do there it. There it is. <laughs> two right, two right. There's two times candy for catching Pokemon, and there's a two times chance for trainers level 31 up and above, I should say, to receive XL candy from catching Pokemon. On the link, there's a there's a link for says looking for a place to play. If you're looking for other trainers in your area to trade, battle, or join raid battles with on community day, check out our community day map. Walpole Park is listed as one yes. of the parks within the community day app. And, and I mean that's that's phenomenal. There it is. Yes. Walpole Park listed on there. there you go. This is maybe a fun place to play with your local community whilst enjoying some fresh air which is just amazing to see that. I like the fact that they're making if you're new to an area, you don't know where to go, or you, you want to play this one big, it's giving accessibility to parks that you might not be aware of. It's a really good feature. You're right, Mark. Really good feature. Really good feature. We just need a tent in Walpole at some point. <laughs> but what I would say on this interactive map, it has for the first time earmarked or highlighted community ambassador activations. So there are certain maps that have got like a purple point on, and we talk about the community ambassadors and something we spoke about probably about a month or so ago now. Yes. Um, looking at the map in the UK, there seems to be half a dozen of them across the UK, um, which are maybe linked to that programme. So that's interesting, and that might increase as more people get onto it. Going back to the day, there will be bonus raid battles after community day, so from 5pm to 10pm local time. And trainers will be able to challenge Lampent in force up to 10pm. That's a lot. Yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened this so month. It's yeah. the same yeah. with um, Boulder for Rock and Roller. So amazingly, raids are going past nine pm. <laughs> yeah. Um, once you successfully complete a four star raid battle against Lampert, Litwick will appear in a three hundred meter radius around the gym that hosted the raid for thirty minutes. Nice. For this one, it's very nice. And Litwick that appear under these circumstances will have the same chance of appearing as a shiny Pokemon as those that appear during the community days three hour period. If you involve Lampent, which is Litwick's evolution, during the event up to five hours afterwards, Chandelure will know the charged attack Poltergeist. 
Poltergeist is a ghost move. It gives trainer battles a 140 power rating and for gyms and raids it's 140 as well. There will be a community date special research story which is Field Notes Trick of the Light and again that is available for one dollar or the equivalent in your local shop um, to purchase. That's normally the day before. You can also gift them which we spoke about earlier. Lovely when that happens. Event bonuses we've spoken about the headline ones but learn modules activated during the event will last for three hours again. Incense activated during the event will also last for three hours. If he takes a few, it says a few, it'll be five snapshots during community day for yeah. a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be one additional special trade that can be made for a maximum of two for the day. So that's going to be fun for the day. I like when we all get together, we can, can do a couple of special trades between yes. people that we're friends. And that's great fun. Trades that are made will require 50% less stardust. We've spoken about what happens after the event. We, we go for food, yes. We go for food, <laughs> yes. but yeah, yes. It, we go for food and we we, we we love that bit of it. But yeah, just say, looking for other trainers to play with on Community Day, check out our Community Day map. By searching for community parks, you can find areas in your city that are historically popular places for Community Days. And it, it, just, it says at night, I'm not hosting official events, but we're hosting an event there in Walpole Park. So get Approved. down there, <laughs> join us. Yeah, we, we will <laughs> definitely guarantee be there. You, yes. It will be a fun event. And stickers. There we go. So, <laughs> I just want to say, a fucking proved. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this is the one. This is going to be potentially, I would say, the best community day of this I'm year. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, like, I think this is the best com day, probably since Bagon. Actually, yeah. Of, Gib- Gibble was quite big, but I'm I'm thinking in terms of like it's the first rare shiny Pokemon that's been put out on its com day. Gibble yes, and Gibble Dino were released available. for a whole yeah, year. Were. Yeah, and then I saw someone sort of quibble and said like, st- "What about Stuffle?" But Stuffle was a new Pokemon for the com day, and ever since then, game. Yes, it's, yeah. It, but it's been common as muck ever since the com day. Oh, it has. It's everywhere. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of the common yeah. spawns in every single season, no matter where you are, what biome you are, and if you're up the top of a bloody mountain, I saw Stuffle ten thousand feet up. Um, in Germany, yes. so it's sort of like lost its rarity immediately. Whereas Litwick, it was never really rare, though, was it? No, it was the Comday, it's not. It was always true, but like that sort of ooh, like all brand new shiny and stuff. It went very quickly. Whereas yeah. Litwick has always been a rare spawn, very and it's rarely one people featured. People have been anticipating, yes, but rarely, very rarely featured outside of whatever the sort of Halloween season has been mm. every yeah. year. True. So I, th- I I think this will be the best com day for like you know certainly ever since the pandemic because I was thinking like Rhyhorn because obviously Rhyhorn new shiny at the time but it's sort of still a common spawn you do see them with weather boost and things and you know the pandemic mm. community days they were not the best they were pretty dead let's face it most of them exactly exactly so I do think this is the best com day since Bagon which was April 2019 that's yeah that's crazy isn't it and Milo I want to go on record now. Shiny bacon bird at community oh, day. We have a lucky trade to do. Yeah, I will say that if you're coming to meet us in Ealing, if you're like a patron of the podcast or whatever, you've got us on the friends list. Let's do gifts. Like I'm actively doing gifts to get as many people to best friends and try and get as many people lucky as I can because like it's going to be such a big meetup. It will be it will be insane. So definitely something very very big to put on your calendar. Something that we're all definitely looking forward to. Litwick Community Day. Lit. Make a point if you can get there. Get to Litwick Community Day, and the four of us will be. At Walpole Park for sure. Nice. But we've not played a game yet, guys. <gasps> Mark, let's see if you can butcher the rules. I'm going to pass over to you for we've not played it for a few weeks. Chasing the tail. Chasing the tail. Chasing the tail. Tail to chase its 
Chasing the Tail. I do love that jingle. This is Chasing the Tail. And for those familiar with the game, I'm going to still explain it because there'll be some people listening to this for the first time. But basically, it's a word game with Pokemon's names. If I gave Ekans, the next person needs to start their Pokemon with the last letter of the name Pokemon that I've given. So Ekans will be followed with... Sawaddle. There we go. <laughs> Got it out there nice and early. You had to get Sawaddle in. No, hey. Noise. Noise. It's your favourite Pokemon, isn't it? God damn and whoever goes out will start that next round. But as there's three of us, this could probably be over quite this quickly. This could be a quick one. Yeah. This will be a quick game. Yeah, yeah. Be a quick one. So how do you want to play it in? Shall I start off the first You start round? off, give us the order, and let's get cracking. It'll be me, followed by Ian, followed by... Pogo Milo UK. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start us with Sea Waddle. <laughs> Ekans. <laughs> Sylveon. Noibat. <laughs> Trico. Octillery. Yamask. <laughs> ah, no! Come on, Ian, no! No, oh, I was not expecting your mask. Not in the <laughs> Halloween spirit with that one. Mm, definitely. Oh, that that threw me. I was definitely not expecting I was... that. I was expecting him to go for Yamna. That's what he always goes for. Yamna. I wanted you to say Kecleon. Kecleon. <laughs> I got time because it's, pretty... it's not in the game. It's not in the game. It's on all of our posters for our event It is on every poster that we've done. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Okay, so Pogo Milo UK. Mm-hmm. Your starting Pokemon is Wishy Washy. What the fuck's that? The Pokemon. Wishy Washy. Mm-hmm. Show me the Pokemon that that is. <laughs> ah. Is this like a Generation 9 or something you pulled out of your ass? No, it's, gen, gen, it's current generation. Hang on. Current I mean... generation. No, no, which one? Tell me. Because. <laughs> Love this here. This is brilliant. Wishy Washy is a Generation 7 Pokemon. Oh, it is? What the Wishy-washy. fuck? All right, I'm remembering this scene for the next game, okay? But <laughs> there we go. Mark, Mark wins. You win. Mark wins. <laughs> I will fuck you up, Ian, next time. <laughs> Screw you, Whitfield. You bastard. <laughs> Oh, and Sue's just I, said I, it's I, I, not in Pokemon Go, but that's not the rules. It doesn't need to be in Pokemon Go. Chasing the tail doesn't specify, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Wishy Washy, a Gen am, 7 Pokemon. I am forever. so going to screw you over next time, Waterfall. <laughs> I'm glad you put the over in. <laughs> I might choose to fuck Mark, but I'm going to fuck you over. <laughs> <laughs> I did it to Coops last week, you this oh, week, there we go. Mark there we next go. week. <laughs> right, well, I guess Ooh. we've got a... Uh, Somewhat of a round of applause. Well done, Marky. Well done, Marky. Thank you. <laughs> well done, Mark. Technical default. Cheers, boys. Oh. Wishy washy. That's brilliant. The Wishy-washy. man who couldn't think of a Pokemon beginning with K. Nice. <laughs> and it's nice to know that you, you, you're not reading forward and to see what's coming in the future into Pokemon Go, but it is a Pokemon. It can't be disputed. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's not in the decks if we did play your decks right. <laughs> not in the Pokédex, but that's a completely different game. But anyway, before we get into there and have a domestic, uh, I'm going to let you, Milo, do part two of the news. Is, 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 is the news. <laughs> Again, in reasonably good time, they put out the announcement for the Fashion Week 2022. If you love costume Pokémon, this is kind of your bag. So let's have a little look through what this event is going to entail of. Strut in style with, I don't know how to pronounce this Pokemon at all, Marini or something like that. Mariani? Tox Toxapex or whatever. Toxapex. Toxapex. Yeah. New Pokemon are arriving. Not only that, we've got newly costumed Pokemon as well. This coincides with the New York Fashion Week uh, that happens around this time of year. So, again, Butcher at Tox Toxapex. 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 And then Mariani. Mar Mariani. Definitely check those out. We've also got new costume Pokemon. You've got Diglett and Doug Trio wearing what look like top hats. Diglett will be shiny, so shiny Diglett with the costume is coming, and Doug Trio unfortunately doesn't get three hats, it only gets the one. The one at the back gets the hat. That's a bit weird. Maybe the other two are not worthy of wearing the top hat, but brand new shiny Absol with some aviators on is coming, and you'll be able to evolve your Krogunk with the baseball cap, the backwards Croydon cap, can finally evolve into Toxic Croak. They're all going to be featured in Time Research, which is interesting. The Wild Encounters, we're going to see the return of the Butterfree, shiny Butterfree available in the wild with the bow on its head. Murkrow and Glamia without costumes. Krogunk, Blitzel wearing its bow tie is back. Gothiter is going to be the big disappointment of the whole event. Female Frillish is going to be available, and the brand new shiny Furfru. Nice. Furfru was dropped new last year. It's now going to turn into shiny, and it, it it's a black shiny. Oh, Milo, it's just just for clarification, Toxapex is the evolution of Mariani, I believe. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> if you're lucky, you might encounter one of these three Pokemon. So Diglett wearing the top hat as a shiny potential. Curlier returning as a shiny in the wild with its costume, even though it's not actually shown on the announcement. It does say it'll be wearing a fashionable costume. And Abso, obviously, with the aviators. Marky Boy, the one-star raids are looking pretty mm. set, apart from one little outcast that I have serious questions about its authenticity of this event. Diglett wearing the costume, Shinx wearing the costume is in raids, Krogunk wearing its costume is in raids, and then for some reason Scraggy is without in a costume. There. Without a costume and without a shiny. Quite why that's in there, I don't know. And then Furfru with its shiny is obviously available in one-star raids as well. Three-star raids, you've got Botafree, you've got Curlia, Absol, which can all be shiny with their respective costumes, and then Mariani, I think it is, that's how it's said, isn't it? I believe so. Let's believe. Okay, if I'm butchering this consistently Consistently, you can hound me on social media. Obviously, coinciding with this event, we've got Shiny Veltal dropping in the five-star raid. So the raids are looking pretty lit. And Mega Lopunny is going to be the Mega Raid boss, but that's by the by. Eggs, you're going to have Smoochum with its little bow tie costume as well. Diglett, Shinx, and Krogunk all with their costumes in there. And some fresh-looking avatar items. This event begins on September the 27th. 10 a.m. your local time, right through until Monday the 3rd of October at 8 p.m. your local time. And that's kind of the gist, boys, of this event. It's a good, solid event. I always love this event. There's so much shiny potential to go for. I know not everybody likes a costume mon, but on the back of last year's event, there were some serious shiny boosts. Mm, yeah, it was a good event last year. It genuinely it was. was. Yeah. It was. So what, what do we think? very quickly about this upcoming event. I, mean, I think for me, I'm looking forward to Shiny Furfru 
in terms of the um, playing the game element outside of the raids. It's a six shiny, and this is one that's going to need nine shinies, I'm correct in thinking, to fully oh, through, yeah. evolve oh, for all the evolutions and a lot of travel to, to do it. And a lot of travel, but I'm sure there'll be someone after the first six hours of the event putting them all on Twitter with all of them on there in their little plane flying <laughs> around the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Charlie <laughs> Furfrey looks amazing. I love it's just a complete polar opposite colour, isn't it? It's black, yeah. it's white to black. Complete it? inversion. Yeah, it's yes. yes. sick. I'll be lying if I wasn't saying the the, the five star raids look pretty appealing. Felt <laughs> being a shiny bacon into the bird. Game shiny. Yep. Some coin will be dropped on that for sure. Yeah. For the listeners, I have put a little poll out as well. I'm just asking people what they're looking Ooh. forward to the most on it as well. And already I've been told. Oh, don't put yourself down, Mark, saying you've got a little poll. I don't think I said I had a it's little right. poll. No, 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 it's all right. We'll come back to your massive <laughs> poll later. <laughs> mm, but yeah, bear in mind. What about you, boys? What are you looking forward to the most? Or have I sort of covered all bases there with that answer? Probably a copy and paste, really, for me. I I, I love the, the costume shinies because they come with a nice boost as well, so they're really good fun to hunt. I am a bit sad. The one sad thing is that the Sneasel costume isn't coming back the sneezel mm. with the, the no, it's not, no. sunglasses well, it's not on the, the release hat. anyway yeah it's not on the notice and i, I kind of hope they rectify it and put it back in because it's a shame that that's not returning yeah, evolving sneezel would have been pretty sick wouldn't it to yeah weave if you can get weevar with the aviators and stuff would have been sick or that they're sort of round sunglasses there's round like there's like your glasses actually those kind of yeah. round ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like the john lennon ones there's so much shiny potential to hunt for in this event apart from gothita which we can just leave at the side frankly mm. but I'm going to chase shiny Veltal to the ends of the earth. <laughs> I'm hunting that thing. Yeah, literally. Send, if, if you're on our friends list, I pretty much think I can speak for all of us in send us all raid invites, please. You see the little green. Actually, even if you don't see the little green, yeah, dot, even if we're send offline, send invite. it just in case. Because you never know if if the online system's broken. Just send them. Just send them, a little, please. A little warning. Next week's recording, I might be a little bit tired. Because I'm planning a 24-hour grind sesh for this one on Tuesday. It's been a while, all right? It's been a fair bloody while, Mr. Waterfall. 24-hour uh, <laughs> grinder session, was that, mm. Milo? Yeah. You're on grinder 24 hours, are you, Milo? I'm Marky, yes. <laughs> yeah. I love his little laugh at the end of that. It's like, <laughs> he never knew it was going to be a soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing with the sound bites. They're, they're organic. Ian, what about you? What you oh, thank you, Mark. I was waiting for somebody to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> for me, yeah, I mean, it's a shiny grind for all of us. I am looking forward to the shiny fur through. That does look amazing. Can't wait for that one to come out. Uh, last nice. year's fashion week, I, I was lucky enough to get the, the shiny Bota free and the, the Krogunk. So I will be looking for the Blitzel. Obviously, the Furfu we've already talked about and the Diglett. And Absol, is that wearing a costume? I don't know if it is. Yeah, is it? little aviators. So Absol, I'm going to have to go for that one as well. But yeah. uh, I'm not going to be wasting money on those. So if they are in raids, I probably won't be doing that because all of my cash money will be going on that beautiful little bacon bird. Oh, yes. So I think that pretty much covers the Fashion Week event. Best of luck. Best of luck. Mark, say it. Best of luck. <laughs> may, the faith, may the luck be with you. May the, may the force be with you. <laughs> may the luck be with you. Since we're wishing you the best of luck for this event, wishy washing, and in particular, <laughs> Shiny Baker Bird, it's only right that we bring the Counter Brothers back just to give people that might not know an idea on how best to take down 
that bacon bird. A nice pan. Mm. <laughs> so, Eveltal, when it was last in raids in May of 2021, we referred to it on the podcast as the legendary version of Murkrow, which is damn right, it's a dark flying type Pokemon. It is, which means it's weak to electric, fairy, rock and ice type Pokemon. Which means you're spoilt for bloody counters. Um, the the Hundos you're looking for, by the way, 2160 and weather boosted in foggy and windy weather is 2701. Those are the magic numbers. So getting into the counts that we're looking for to take down this beautiful, beautiful legendary bird. In fact, I'm actually going to bring in the Mega Connoisseur to talk about a couple of Megas that he could use. And you can't say fried eggs and mushrooms because it's a shiny bacon bird. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Kerry, for that pun. The Mega Connoisseur. Thank you, brothers, for inviting me to this. Because my cousin's not here, it's quite nice to be included. It's like a counter freeway. It feels very interesting, doesn't it? But, um, <laughs> so I'm going to pick the best Megas to, to battle this amazing legendary. And uh, we're going to start with Mega Manetric with the, ch- with the. I would call them the lightning bolt moves, but I've got to be professional. <laughs> yeah, uh, with so you're the, not a cousin tonight. <laughs> not a cousin tonight. Thunderfang and Wild Charge. Mega Aerodactyl with Rock Throw and Rock Slide, then being Rock-type moves. Bloody hell, there's not many good Megas after that. Mega Alakazam with um, with, with a few extra spoons. It's got more um, spoons, hasn't it? <laughs> Cut- cutlery versus bacon. You know? Cutlery versus bacon. Spoons versus bacon. Um, and the Psychic move, Dazzling Gleam. That's what we like there. Mega Ampharos with the electric moves of Bolt Switch and Zap Cannon. And Mega Abomber Snow, which has some snow moves. Anyway, um, over to you, boys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. If Megas are not your bag, and frankly, you should be using them to get some extra candy and potential other boosts, you could throw in some legendaries or even some ultra beasts. Zerkatry is up there once again as a top quality electric type attacker. You could go for Zekrom. Zeki. Zeki. It's one of our favourites with Charge Beam Wild Charge. Lyrian Form Thunderous. Volt Switch Thunderbolt. Very good DPS attacker. Other legendaries that you could use. Going electric. Raikou. Uh, Zapdos is another possible counter with Thundershock and Thunderbolt. And you can't beat a Rampardos, really, can you? Smackdown Rock Slide. I would say you could almost beat it with Rhyperia. Almost. With Smackdown and Rock Wrecker, which will be a bit more tanky, because don't forget, Eveltal can learn Focus Blast. Oh, it can. Which is going to Rock Wrecker, your Rock types and Ice types. Ugh. <laughs> so <laughs> perhaps your Electric types might be the better way to go, but a few other picks. One I would love to see in Ray Battles, some Fairy types people. You can't go wrong with Togekiss, very good Fairy type. <laughs> And also, its first stage evolution got a spot out not too long ago. Gardevoir with fairy-type moves. You should all have some decent-ish routes, so you can bring in a Gardevoir into the Ray Bath. It will do some pretty solid damage. Uh, a couple of sort of picks that you might not immediately think of. Tapu Koko with Volt Switch and Dazzling Gleam. <laughs> Sorry, Ooh, but back. you potentially could. And Zacian, the hero form, uh, with Quick Attack and Play Rough. Interesting. Milo, li- Milo likes an Evolution. And he does. I was just going to say... <laughs> Glaceon is a solid ice type, very cheap to evolve. You just need to plop down one Glaceon lure at a Pokestop and you can evolve a bunch of Eevee if you are completely lacking in any counters. And I'm going to refer to something that Ian brought into the Counter Brothers not too long ago. If you really want to take the piss, you could use Vikivolt. <laughs> but you know what? If you really want to take the piss, you could actually use a Weavile. 
I wouldn't class that as taking the piss. I think there's a very solid DPS well, actually, attacker. if we're going to go there, Vicky Vault is actually a, probably a better one than a Weavile for this legendary. Oh, interesting. <laughs> this is, is educational. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Nine okay, this will be the bottom rung here, all right? If you have absolutely no counters, we've just had Rog and Roller Community Day, as we talked about, Gigalith without... The community day move is better. You can use Smackdown Rock Slide on Gigalith. It's a pretty solid Scrape that barrel, Milo. Scrape that barrel. Scrape in the barrel somewhat. <laughs> but do bear in mind, Eveltau with Focus Blast will annihilate the bastard. Yes. I think that pretty much does it, don't you think? That does cover it very much. Best of luck for the, the shiny Bacon Bird. It's very good in Master League and pretty solid in terms of raid attacker. So definitely want to raid. Absolutely. Get those Bacon Birds. Use those counters, but try not to scrape the barrel. Yeah. yeah, try not to get the barrel. <laughs> but it, it's that time of the podcast. We don't do this very often, but it's time to be a little bit self-indulgent. And we, we've got a few reviews that have come in from Apple Podcasts that it's only fair that we, we share because, you know what? It's nice to hear something positive about a product that we're putting out and that you guys are listening to and enjoying. So <gasps> we've got three reviews that have come in over the last couple of months. And the first one is from Sassy T5, which is from the Apple Store USA. And it said, I have to listen to something while I'm working. And I've been searching for a podcast that is easy to listen to without boring me. I adore these guys. Their friendship and humour is great, which makes for a great way to catch up on Pokemon Go news Aww. while listening to a group of friends. Oh, Cheers, dudes. Thanks for all you do. It's much appreciated. That's a great little review. That was a lovely one. Like Thank you very much. I'm glad we can entertain. It means a lot, that does. Makes, yeah. makes me feel warm inside. Uh, the next review comes from The Remonster. Again, via Apple Podcasts in Australia. And it simply says, quality pod with some lovely banter. Even Coops when he's talking about keep it up, chaps. I don't, even, don't quite get that. Coopsie, but... coopsie. <laughs> and the last one. This one is from Reality Ality via Apple Podcasts in the States. Again, another five-star review. I love these guys so much. They keep it fresh and aren't afraid to let loose on each other. Love to get my news here, and it keeps me crying with laughter. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, nice. <laughs> nice indeed. Quite little reviews there, and thank you so much. Not afraid to let loose on each other, <laughs> as proven tonight. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but Policy. talking thank about letting everybody. loose, Marky Boy let his pole out for an airing. He let that loose earlier. The flies are open. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Given we've all said we'd we get in bed with you, Marcus. <laughs> oh dear, my pole's still got a little bit of time. To, <laughs> to it's still got mature. a bit left in it, yeah. But we're going to the results as they are now. And he asked a little poll ahead of Fashion Week. What are you looking forward to the most? So we've got four options on here. In fourth place, the new costume Pokemon with five percent of the vote. So Milo, they're not feeling oh. the love for them. So a bit of a shame, eh? Damn. <laughs> In third place with 18% of the vote, we've got Pokemon debuts. So that'll be the two new ones that I'm not going to try and butcher their pronunciations on. <laughs> in second spot, and one that we've both sort of mentioned tonight, 30% of the vote are looking forward to shiny Furfru. It's going to be a Ooh, game yeah. to get all of those shiny. And fair play yeah. to anyone who does that. And a leader, and I'm leading by quite a bit, 48% of people. It's almost half of the Veltel people. Raids, yeah. In the world. In the world. 
40 people um, jumped on it for, the, for a 15-minute showing of the poll. So thank you very much to those who voted. But yeah, if Eltolt raids or the Bacon Bird raids are what everyone's looking for, or the majority of people are looking forward to. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be a fun little event. It will be. Thanks Definitely everybody will. who put their hands on Mark's poll quality. <laughs> Good input thank for you. the show. That's <laughs> sincere thanks, by yes. the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we love it when you get involved. We genuinely love it when you get involved. And something else that we love when you get involved with are our Shinies of the Week. Shinies of the Week! Thank you very much, Zoe. I'll start with the first one. We've not heard from this person for a while. Surlaf is back. Oh. She said... Hi at Incense Podcast Gang. Not a shiny of this week, nor was it a catch, hatch or research, but a shout out to the kind of person who traded me their only shiny from Worlds, uh, which was a Pikachu, when my Dafrank died days before I was due to attend and didn't do any research. Hashtag shinies of the week. And it's beautiful little shiny Pikachu, Worlds costume and all. The uh, little beef eater Pikachu. It's a nice shiny our condolences and sorry about um yeah frank shiny wolves pikachu to commemorate i guess my one isn't a shiny of the week but i think that it's only fitting that i mention hrh kaylee supporter of the podcast when we were recording earlier today i sorry boys i i, I did send out some random invites to other people and you guys probably wouldn't have even known that the cartana raid was, was no. available to me so, but but no i i did send it out to some to some of the patrons um for the podcast good randomly good on you hrh kaylee went i oh, thanks masterful 27 at incense podcast party face party face party face because she got the Hundo Katana. Oh, on the nice, nice. The Welcome to the club. <laughs> Welcome to the club. So, I'm not uh, in the club, so very I can't nice. say that. Now you've got to rave for the XLs if you haven't already got them. That's solid. That's solid. I'm going to read one out from. I don't think so. This person's tweeted in ever. It's nice to hear from new people. Uh, Sanj Skmosby. I probably butchered that <laughs> name, but the at handle is brilliant. The Tequila Man. Oh, nice. Yep. <laughs> and can't we know how much I hate tequila. Yep. But at Incense Podcast, got this wild catch while catching up on the pod via YouTube. So thank you very much for watching the podcast or listening to it on YouTube channel. Yeah, a few people YouTube do channel, listen to it on YouTube, yeah. Yep. Which is epic. Hashtag Shinies of the Week. And it's a shiny that both evaded me, Ian, and Sue. Shiny Nose Pass. Oh, well done. It's so elusive. Big, big congrats on the, the golden nose head jobby. Nose <laughs> head <laughs> That's a sick shiny. Big congrats and thank you very much it for tweeting. Amazing shiny. And there we go, guys. We got through another show. But before we do disappear, it's only right to thank everybody for listening. Thank you so much for being here and spending the last hour with us. And if you are on our Patreon, thank you very much too. So if you're on the bronze and silver tiers, thank you so much. But a big special thank you to everyone on our gold tier for really supporting us and helping us produce this show to the, the quality that we try to aspire to. And we've got Homer's Ninja, Tish Smith, JB, Clifford Mert, Darby Russ, Kerry and Zachary, Connolly, Dom the Ragnarok, and as we mentioned last week, our newest Patreon member on the gold tier, Kimber. Thank you so much for being here. You really do help us more than you know. And you can join our Patreon. We have tiers starting at £1.50 a month. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash insects podcast and that will give you Discord access and you can go right up to the gold tier and be with us on our live streams when we record this show. And you can see how disjointed it can be before we produce it and get it out to you as you listen to it because they are two different animals i will be honest they are two different animals behind the scenes and all that 
<laughs> Very different. <laughs> You'll get to see all of the bits where there's cutouts, drop-offs, and all of that sort of stuff. And it, production meetings, mid-recording. Production meetings, mid-recording. <laughs> go, we're, we're going over time. We need to cut this out. Yeah, yeah. it's all there. You get to see it in its raw form. But thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to drop that five-star review and ensure that you hit the little plus button or follow button, depending on where you listen to the podcast. That way, every time a new episode drops, you'll get notified. It'll download straight onto your phone, which we like nice. and you like. And don't forget, we love to hear from you. So if you've got something you want to tell us, it can be a funny little story. It can be anything. We love to hear from you. And you know what? You reach out to us. It'll probably get featured in the show in some way, shape or form. If you've taken part in the Goyang Safari Zone down there in South Korea, we all hope you've had an absolutely amazing amazing time unfortunately none of us could make it and on that terrible disappointment we'll be back next week with october's information and a casual and a casual who'll probably still be hung over from the <laughs> wedding that he attended noise <laughs> let it guys okay bye i think, I think we're done <laughs> I think we're, we're done, done. <laughs>